Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. If you are joining us for the first time or you've been around for a while, the Truth Seekers Podcast is a place for those who are searching for the truth. What is a truth seeker? A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have loved hearing from you this week and hearing about your favorite Bible stories and why they are meaningful to you. As we said last week, you are part of a community of listeners from all over the world. I want to thank Jen and her son Zane for listening and leaving such a kind review. And I want to thank our winner of the contest, Katie from Phoenix, Arizona. She said her favorite Bible story is the story of David and Goliath, where David stands before the giant Goliath and defeats him. She said it's her favorite Bible story because even though David was smaller than Goliath, he had the courage because the Lord was on his side to stand before the giant. So thank you, Katie, for entering, and thank you, everyone else. It was so good to hear from you. In our last week's episode, we left the Israelites in the desert. They are still traveling in the desert on their way to the promised land of Canaan that God had promised long ago to their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Their journey through the desert hasn't been an easy one. They've needed food and water, but they haven't always believed that God would provide. God was teaching them to trust him. Part of the problem for the Israelites is that they had been slaves in Egypt for over 400 years. During that long period of time, many of them forgot or never really learned about who God is. They were surrounded by the false gods of the Egyptians, and they had learned about the ways of the Egyptians' gods. And I'm sure some of them even wondered if the God of their father Abraham was real or even existed. It had been a long time, and many of them probably forgot about God, but God did not forget about them. Have you ever wondered what God is like? It's a good question to ask. How can we know what God is like if we can't see him? How do we know what kind of God we serve? In today's episode, God is going to give us and the Israelites a way to know him better. How good of God to give us ways to know more of what he is like. God will give Moses and the Israelites a very special way to know what kind of God he is. Let's find out what that is. It had been three months since Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt. In the third month of traveling, they came to the desert of Sinai. When they entered the desert, they came to a mountain called Mount Sinai. Here they stopped and set up camp at the bottom of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, This is what you are to say to the house of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to come to you in a dense cloud so that the people will hear me speaking with you and will always put their trust in you. Then the Lord said, Go to the people, have them wash their clothes, and be ready by the third day, because on that day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. But be sure to put limits for the people around the mountain and tell them be careful that you do not go up the mountain or touch the foot of it. Why could the people not go to the mountain or touch it? Well, God was teaching them that He is a holy God. He is a God to be revered and honored and respected. While God was in their presence, they must honor Him. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp was in awe of the Lord and His holiness. Can you imagine standing before the mountain and seeing the smoke and hearing the thunder and lightning and realizing that God himself was in your very midst? The presence of God was coming down to be among the people. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace, and the whole mountain shook. Then the Lord descended to the top of the mountain and called Moses to the top of the mountain. And here is where God began to give Moses what we call the Ten Commandments. What is a commandment, you ask? A commandment is another word for a law or a rule. God was about to give Moses and the Israelites ten very important laws to follow. Why was it important that God give the Israelites laws to follow? Well, can you think of places where you have had to obey the rules or laws? When you go to school, your teacher has rules for you to follow in the classroom. I'm sure your parents have rules for you to follow at home. When you're in your city or state or country where you live, that country has rules and laws for you to follow. Without rules, there would be no order. Can you imagine if everyone did whatever they wanted and there were no rules? Life would be very confusing and there would be chaos. Rules help us to know how to live among one another and they make us feel safe. God was giving the Israelites the Ten Commandments because He loved them and wanted them to live in safety and order. The Ten Commandments also let the Israelites know what was important to God. In other words, the Ten Commandments let us know a little bit more about what kind of God He is. Let's listen and see if you can learn more about who God is as He gives Moses the Ten Commandments. And then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day 
by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Honor your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, wife, or manservant, or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. And while Moses was in the thick cloud where God was, the people remained at a distance. And these are the Ten Commandments the Lord gave to Moses and to the people to follow. Dear True Seekers, there is much truth to learn about God in the commandments that he gave his people. Can you go back and remember all ten that we just heard? Let's go through them one more time and see what truth we find. The first commandment tells us that we are to have no other gods before the one true God. This commandment lets us know that God is and was and always will be the only God. He alone is to be worshipped. The second commandment tells us that we are not to make or worship any idols. An idol is anything that is worshipped as more important than God. Sometimes an idol can be a man-made object that people bow down to and worship. And sometimes an idol can be something we make as more important than God. Anything you do or anything that you hold as more important than God can be an idol. And God wants to be the most important thing in our lives. The third commandment tells us that we should not use God's name in vain. Taking God's name in vain is using his name when we aren't really talking to him. It is disrespectful and does not honor God. God's name is holy and we are to use his name to call on him, talk to him, and worship him. The fourth commandment tells us to keep the Sabbath day holy. The Sabbath day is a day of rest. God gave this commandment so that we would keep one day of the week as a day of rest and honor to him. Most people keep Sunday as a Sabbath day where they go to church to learn about God and rest in the afternoon. Whatever day you are able to keep, God made sure to include a day of rest for his people. Even God rested after he created the world. The fifth commandment tells us to honor our parents. God has given us our parents. They are a gift to us. They aren't always perfect, but they are to be respected and honored. This lets us know that God thinks family is important. He even calls himself a father. We are to respect and obey our parents because God has commanded it. The sixth commandment tells us not to murder. This lets us know that God cares about life. He created us. He does not want anyone to take another person's life. Life is valuable to God. The seventh commandment tells us to not commit adultery. This commandment is for married people. When a man marries a woman, they are to be faithful and true to one another. They are to be loyal to one another and be there for one another. This lets us know that God thinks marriage is special. 
The eighth commandment tells us not to steal. Stealing is taking something that does not belong to you. Cheating is also a form of stealing. This commandment lets us know that God is a good God who would never take what doesn't belong to him, and neither should we. We should respect what belongs to others. The ninth commandment tells us not to give false testimony against our neighbor. This means we are not to lie. God values the truth. He always tells the truth. We can know that God will never lie, and he tells us that we should never lie either. The last and tenth commandment is to not covet. This means we should not be jealous or want what other people have. We should be content with what we have and be happy with what we have. God will always provide and give us what we need. The Ten Commandments were written on two stone tablets and given to Moses and the Israelites. Keeping the commandments was a way for the Israelites to obey God. It was a way for them to respond rightly to God in thanksgiving for delivering them from Egypt. This was a way for them to show God honor and thanksgiving for what he had done for them. They were to obey the commandments as a way of following him. God told them that as they obeyed him, he would be with them and bless them and lead them to the promised land. The Ten Commandments are for us today too. They give us a standard by which to live our lives. This does not mean that we will be perfect and never break them. Sometimes we may make mistakes. We will not always be able to keep them perfectly. But the good news is that God knew we wouldn't be able to keep them perfectly. That is why he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross. Where we sin and disobey, Jesus was perfect in our place. There is grace when we fall short. We can be thankful that God has given us the Ten Commandments so that we know how to follow him and obey him. And we can be thankful that he has given us Jesus to forgive us when we fall short and make mistakes and disobey. He has also given us his Holy Spirit to help us to obey and follow him. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Exodus chapters 19 and 20. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we learn about what the Israelites were doing while Moses was on the mountain talking with God. Let me pray for you before we go. Dear Father, we thank you that you are a God of order and protection. You give us the Ten Commandments so that we know how to follow you and obey you. We thank you for giving us the Ten Commandments because it helps us to know more about who you are and what is important to you. We know that human life matters to you. We know that honoring and respecting our parents is important to you. We know that you alone want to be the most important thing in our lives. Thank you for giving a standard of truth for us to follow and help us to obey you. And thank you for giving us grace and forgiveness when we fall short and make mistakes. We love you. Amen. Thank you for joining me today, True Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.